0: Welcome to episode seven of Deliberations with Sonya. Tonight, we're gonna be getting into uncovering the meaning of wokeness in today's society, Democrats versus Republicans. But in reality, it's us versus the world. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Deliberations with Sonia. And tonight we're going to be talking about um, uncovering the meaning and the methods of wokeness. And the reason I came up with this topic is because I originally uh, wanted to have a discussion about some of the things that are politically going on right now. And as I have been watching the news and dealing with um, some of these presidential candidates on the other side of the aisle and their um, rhetoric and the way that they oftentimes try to paint uh, social issues as issues, you know, that just gave rise to the topic. So tonight we're going to be uncovering the meaning of wokeness in society. And what I need you to do right now is to press your like button, whether you're on the audio podcast or the YouTube or the video podcast. And I also like for you to subscribe and to, um, you know, show your girl some love, Click, clap, subscribe, you know, because I have always thought that um, just just doing this, it, it, it's, it's a source of joy because of the fact that I get to help other people um, maneuver the landscape as it is. Um, behind a lot of this BS And so by you supporting me In deliberations with Sonya You're supporting my ability To continue to do this And believe you me I'm doing this for free And I'm going to keep doing it All the way through the election Because you know why Somebody got to do it We have these politicians And they are just I ain't going to say useless But <laughs> If the shoe fits, um, you got so to sort of kind of wear it. Anyway, so um, let's get into it. Now, uh, one of the things that I believe that we need to discuss is how all of this, you know, for instance, the Tommy, to, to, Tommy <laughs> Tuberville and his, oh, I'm going to stop the military from getting their assignments due. What? What? Because of you, over 400 officers, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and actually the next Joint Chief of Staff is um, going to be an African-American gentleman who's four or five-star general. I don't even know. And, and with some of these... Republicans, it seems as though their entire brand now, you know, is racist. Lack of a better word. You got a better word. Come up with it. (laughs) You know, tell me. Okay. Send me an email. Send me an inbox. Because if, if you don't find that their agenda currently is racist, then hey, you know, you 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 doing better than me. And and so as I think about these things, and as I um just am bombarded daily with the race to the bottom. I made this little meme, and it was um DeSantis talking about um I don't even know what he was talking about because I really pay attention to him talking because he don't be saying nothing. Um, but he was saying something about yeah, the, what Tuberville was doing, and then DeSantis, he, well, I'm gonna, you know, slit people's neck. When did a qualification for president get to be slitting somebody's neck? What the? You know what I'm saying? This this stuff is not funny. Okay? This is not funny. And because Trump has turned the presidency into a complete farce, you know what I'm saying? It's a three-ring circus out here. You know? And, And when you think about it, we have to blame ourselves i mean not me you know what i'm saying Cause i ain't moving none of them snickers but you know america look in the mirror you know people look in the mirror see what you you've done you've done this you know you created an environment where it's safe to attack people on the issues of race the issues of culture the issues of gender, the issues of class. I mean, if I didn't know no better, I'd say we was in Germany in between World War I and II. You know? Because it feels like that. And when these people spout out of their mouths that they're going to suspend the rule of law, they're going to get rid of the Department of Justice, they're going to get rid of the woke police, the woke teachers. what else? The woke IRS. (laughs) IRS ain't fucking woke. They just woke for rich people, okay? (laughs) You know, I mean, but but these are the things that are just like, people are voting for this. And I'm not going to give the United States of America and the citizens of which we have, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm Mm-mm. And I'm not going to say, oh, no one's paying attention. No, they are. Because we said that the last time. Oh, surely Americans are going to do the right thing. Surely, surely. No, they are not. So we have to deal with the elephant in the room. The Republican elephant. And the fact that some of these people, they don't harbor good intentions. Their intentions are not for us as Americans. Okay? And when you think about um, how woke was created by our young people and our community, whether or not, and it's an intersectionality. You gotta think about it. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we're not just black. We're not just Latino. We're not just um native. We're not just straight, bi or gay. Or the other alphabets of the LG to the Z to the one, two, three. I don't mean no disrespect, but yeah you know I'm saying Anyway, we're not all just one thing. We're not all Baptists. We're not all Catholics. We're not all Jews. We're not all rich. We're not all poor. Some of us are in the middle, but between, allegedly, even being in between seems poor in America. <laughs> However, um, and so when you think about the place where, you know, we we lie in the margins, right? You know, with women, men. Um, when you when you think about that, you have to say, you know, they're coming at everybody. They're like the bully in the playground that just come out there and just smack everybody. My God, you you know what I mean? I mean, they like if it, but they white or they right. I mean, you know, these these this is what we do on deliberations. This is what we do. We have these honest, open conversations. And if you don't want to have an honest, open conversation, well, hey, quick click channel change. Because that's what we do over here on deliberation. Okay, like I said. Ain't nobody paying me to do this. I'm doing this. But free. Hi, old, like in Vogue back in the day. Um, and they used to be like, free your mom and the rest will follow. Be colorblind. Don't be so shallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a whole moment and did that. <laughs> anyway. I was not that. That is nowhere on my show script. Anyway, um, but the point is, that's correct. You know, you have to free your mind from the bounds of the bullshit. You know, and and I have a, you know, the pre cover for my book here, and for those of you did on the podcast. I think I will just go ahead and upload it onto all the um, podcast sites because then you can see it, you know. But Blood, Mud, and Bricks, African-Americans' Contributions to Building America. I've been spending more time on finishing this book than I have spent on my other book that's supposed to be out in October. I have become so entrenched with the ideals of social justice and making sure that we are not bamboozled into dealing with these people on their terms again, you know? And so as I'm going through and I'm, you know, looking at these things, you know, and I have... um, People that come at me, because I do a lot of memes on these people, and these people be coming at me. They be coming at your girl, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, let me tell you something. <laughs> you, you got the wrong one, baby, okay? Because I I'll have some of my military hackers <laughs> find you. Okay, so don't come for me. <laughs> don't come for me <laughs> cause I might be like what up <laughs> I can finish this conversation in person you know anyway and it's not that deep cause you know I don't know why but I think I give off like oh she's so happy <laughs> but she'll cut your ass vibes <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I I just don't be having them kind of problems. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to the topic. When your whole agenda is about hating on people for their sexuality, hating on women because we exist, (laughs) hating on um. Minorities, because we're educated and, you know, making money and doing all kinds of things, you know, despite, despite the roadblocks and the institutional racism that has been put up against us forever, for absolute ever. And you have to ask yourself, you know, why are you mad? You mad because, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to win. You're not going to win. And you know you're not going to win. So what you do is you do the dog whistles. You make us all the boogeymen. Okay, so like the drag queens was coming for your kids. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) King be at the bar. First of all, so if you're taking your kid to the bar, uh, it's time to check yourself. Okay. For instance, who decides in the military to have an abortion or not? First of all, for somebody who's never served a day in their life, Tommy Tarberville can go straight to fucking hell. I say this again. For someone who has never served a day, in United States Armed Forces, and yet you're gonna tell the military how to assist the troops. <laughs> you get a big fuck off. I don't even know what else to say. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want the government to come at me for cussing on my podcast. But you know, some shit just, just don't make sense. You're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. And how the people Alabama elected you, I don't... Yeah, I do. Know. Anyway, the point is you're a fucking idiot. You know, because you know I was in the Air Force. Went you know, 18. Boom. Desert storm. Stayed a little extra long than I wanted to. <laughs> but you know and I'll just be candid and frank. There was an abortion clinic right across the street from the base. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of women us wanted that career. We joined, okay? There was opportunities where we were worked as hard as men. Okay? I did not even know that you could Jiggy around your hormone levels. Because if you lift as much weights. And you run as hard. And you do all the things that the men do. Your body starts. You know. Doing things. Like a man body. You know what I'm saying? Like we would just stop having periods. (laughs) All together. (laughs) Everybody thought they was (laughs) pregnant. But Occasionally. Somebody would be pregnant. And for someone like Tommy Tuberville to be doing what he's doing, let me tell you something. See, because you're a fucking coward, number one. You've never loved anything more than you love your fucking self and money. But it's people out here, i.e. women who love their fucking country. They love the United States of America. Absolutely do. And when they have a job to do, they want to handle the business and get back to the job. And you can't do that if you're pregnant. And who the fuck are you to tell somebody what they career got to be? You know, these... I ain't want to be like this, but that... Hit me in a moment. It got a little too personal. I went through a lot of shit in the military. I had sexual harassment coming at me. I had sexual thoughts coming at me. And me, like the women before me and the women after, we wanted that career. We raised our hand and said, I do uh, uh, give myself to the United States of America for which it stands. I will not violate this oath. I will not violate the Constitution. I will not fuck over everybody like the fucking Republicans because we are free in this country. And I will fight and die and get blood on the road for this shit. And to have a little pupper ass politician stand up there and say, I ain't gonna do this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, military people, because we tend to get a little heated. Especially people like me. A little PTSD added in with these Republicans, added on to being black and a woman in America. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna fucking explode any moment now. Whew. Anyway, I digress. This has been too much. <laughs> I'm going to need to move on to the next topic anyway. My point is, we Americans are going to have to start doing our job. Like, I'm doing my job. I decided to create a whole publishing Company called Queen Crusader notice the sword okay because I wasn't in the Marines I was in the Air Force but I wanted to be in the Marines because I wanted a sword anyway so I got my sword now okay and I'm gonna tell you some people need off with their head you know what I'm saying Tuberville uh DeSantis you know, I mean, these people are coming for things, you know, and, it, and it's just depressing because I allegedly call myself a Democrat, but they ain't doing much fucking better. I mean, you gotta ask yourself, who is taking up for us? You know, I mean, my mom, you know, everybody is just very on edge about this election and people that aren't on edge. It's like they're making it seem like something wrong with us for being on edge, but we're not on edge. Why? Because you, you all don't realize there is a racist, fascist. Misogynist stream running through this country. And if y'all don't act like it's real, mm, it, it's, it's going to destroy us all. However, once again, I went off topic a teeny witty bit. So let's get back on topic. Yes. So, as I was previously discussing the intersectionality of race and gender and class, and and you know um, how we, you know, in America, you know, was founded on this idea of melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because the Republicans is like get that fondue out of here. <laughs> we ain't melting <mountain> shit, <laughs> you know. And you got these people out here, and and they are serious about it. So you know, I you know today was just a day where I was watching all of these um, different things occurring, and I was working on this article. And that's what really got the topic together because I was working on this opinion piece. Um, probably about two or 3,000 words. Anyway, I was working on this opinion piece called The Boogeyman. And actually, I think it was like The Boogeyman or what did I call the article? The Boogeyman is me or something like that. I don't even remember. Anyway, it's in there, you know. I mean, you're looking at words all day. Sometimes your brain gets a little scrambled It <laughs> Anyway, the point of the article, though, was to say to people and to and to really make it clear that we have to stand up and we have to define ourselves. Okay? We have to make our own definitions of ourselves. Because if we let them define us, we're going to be the same situation as Jim Jim Crow South. Okay? They made Black men the boogeymen. And that led to institutional racism all the way from the police to the courts to the neighborhoods to everything. And it was just okay to lynch and kill people and take their stuff. And as far as I'm concerned, that's what these wicked Republicans are doing. And and as a, 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 you know, pissed off Democrat. And I'm only a Democrat because I don't know what the hell else to be, you know. (laughs) We need a third party. You know what I'm saying? We need to have a party of pissed off people. You know, they call us the polls. (laughs) Pissed off people, the pop. (laughs) Okay, anybody want to create a new party with me? We call ourselves the Pop, ready to pop off because we pissed off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh God, this hair thing is hurting. Um. So yeah. So so the whole thing is, we have democratic elected officials, and they're afraid. To to say something, and it don't matter if they local politicians or if they state, federal, they're all scared, scared of being woke. Don't want to be woke. What's that guy? Um. Oh, he lost the Senate seat in Ohio. Um. Oh my God, that guy got on my nerve. I totally didn't vote for him. I don't even think I voted. I'm going to try to tell everybody else don't vote for him either. Just don't vote. Just skip it. And He lost and I'm glad he lost because he was all over the news. I'm not woke. I'm not going to have woke policies. You're a Democrat. And so you're saying you're not going to respect the minorities and the marginalized members of your community for the sake of like this TV commercial you just made? Mm. okay, we can't trust you to stand up for us in public? <laughs> what the fuck are you for? You know? I mean, these people, it's like, you you know, don't nobody care about your voting record. You do that in secret. We pass secret after Trump. There's no more secrets, okay? Screw all that secret stuff, because these Republicans, since Trump ain't did jack, Becoming people for things that are not politics at all. These, these Marjorie Taylor Greens and the rest of these fools out here, they these people can't spell politics. They're just fucking racist. And they're self-aggrandizing for the sake of self. And so the fact that we have Democrats that are going to let the fascists Republicans paint the narrative of what and who we are and define what and who we are, and then they're going to live out those definitions. I mean, who? What? They don't want me to run for office. It's <laughs> going down. <laughs> okay, it's going down. I don't want me to run for office. First thing I do is be like, Where Marjorie Taylor Greene at? What's <laughs> CNN? Because it's going to be a smackdown. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just tired of people just, you know, if you don't stand for nothing, you fall for anything. And one of the main things that I have just tired of, you know, I'm tired, I'm I'm tired of weak politicians. Nah, I love Uncle Jojo. That's what I call Uncle President Biden, Uncle Jojo. I love Uncle Jojo, because you know what? He old. He tired. He got arthritis. He going through all kinds of stuff, but he still do take no shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he like, I got serious service, but I will smack you. I don't know. I ain't going to smack nobody, but I'm just saying. He, he out here fighting and, and you know, Putting a smack down and then what what people did Oh he oh Trump oh too all of them is old they supposed to be y'all think George Washington was young no <laughs> all of them was old shit nine of all the presidents If they wasn't 80 they looked it except Kennedy he was cute anyway <laughs> um Oh, well, right, but he don't even count because he's so fine. He should just be in movies. Sorry, Michelle. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Oh, (laughs) my brain had Obama in it and I lost the thought. But anyway, I'm getting back to that thought. The point is this. (laughs) We're getting to a place in this country where are turning our heads and not paying attention and not being active and actively minded. You know, we're we're, we're running behind people with narcissistic tendencies. All they want is what's for them. And we're not doing very much about community because if you know, you look at Florida, look at the fact that you know these babies down there and they can't even learn like I mean I don't know what was it you know what I'm saying well he done changed hair top man in two you know what was she doing you know what I'm saying violating state law running back a full state law I me mean, what the fuck? you know we were in a sad state of affairs And I get on here and I do these shows and this particular one because it is <laughs> really about something that galls me on the daily. Um, I've just sort of lost my script about it but I just really wish that we could go back and think about why we exists you know we're humans on this planet and by definition we need one another wolves running packs lions dang near everything running packs because it's more security and safety And utility of resources impacts. We're supposed to be Americans. I've been North America, South America, Europe. When Americans lock eyes out the country, it's like, I got you. It got me. Feel a sense of kinship. Feel a sense of, mm, we over here with these people. And it don't matter if you're black, white, or other. If you speak English in a country where nobody speaks English, you know who the other Americans are. Y'all be in restaurants, you could be whatever, honey. Let me tell you, I was calling the police because I said that the people was messing with my money when I had to do the money exchange to the Euros. And the people cheated check me out my money and I was like, you know what? Nah. Fixing a call the Pope House. I don't speak French or German, but somebody about to come over here and fix this money situation. And do you know? In the next couple of minutes, it was like fifteen Americans standing around me with their hands on the hip, like, "Mm hmm, mm hmm." We been getting fucked too, <laughs> you know. I mean, but that's what you call camaraderie, you know what I'm saying? That's what you call sticking together. What are we going to become if these fools win? Because I'm going to tell you something. YouTube, podcast, all the stations. I said this before and I'm going to say it again. My DNA in this country go all the way back to the 1600s. Yep, it does. I got the proof and I got the swabs of DNA and I got the connections. I am of African and Native heritage. And so what I'm really saying is is mad, is this situation we in in America makes me mad? I ain't gonna know. You know what I'm saying? I got my GI Bill I got my benefits as a veteran, <laughs> as a PTSD veteran. And I'ma tell you, I ain't going nowhere. And I be golly god dog if 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 I sit around and let these people come at me. And when I say me, I mean my community. You know what I mean? I mean my son. You know what I mean? I mean my church. I was operation manager of my church, Antioch Baptist Church, one of the oldest churches in the state of Ohio. It was starting in 18, some or another. I don't know. Uh, you know. But the point is this. When these racist sickos and this racist rhetoric caused those churches to be shot up and not just the black churches but the Jewish churches just just when that happened the FBI contacted our church and was like we're going to need to go over the security plan especially for these historically black churches And I'm like, oh my God, we gotta have deacons in the pews with glocks. What? For real? This is no laughing matter. And this is not a joke. I am so comical. I like to just be whatever. But I'm gonna tell you this is not a joke. I remember, you know, and our church is right next to the Cleveland Clinic and the whole world out there knows Cleveland Clinic is one of the, premier, it is not one of the, it is the premier hospital in the world. Forget the United States of America, the whole world. This is Cleveland Clinic's overseas. This man, this white man came into our church and, you know, he was sitting there and immediately like, the pastor, me, security, everybody locked eyes on this zoo. And, you know, my heart started racing. You know, but this is the thing. We, we have um, Caucasians to come to church. But this was right after this whole thing. And FBI, know, you got to have security. <laughs> you know. Because they can come in here and kill y'all. Because y'all historically black. And you're a target. You're on the list. Do you know what it's like to be on the fucking list? That you can't go and worship. Without looking over your shoulder. To see if some white crazy person. Who, who been listening to Trump. Is going to come in there and blow your fucking hair. To be black in America is to be in a constant state of post-traumatic stress. I'm going to say that again. To be black in America is to be in a constant state of post-traumatic stress disorder. you go to church and you gotta be stressing out the white man in the church that day he was having open heart surgery or something like that at the Cleveland Clinic and when the call to prayer came he came down and wanted the pastor to lay hands on him and pray for him and everybody went up to that man and lay hands on him and pray for him. And as an operation manager of the church, I stayed back, you know, and I just was looking at everybody. And with those prayers was a sigh of relief that this man did not come there to shoot us. People often ask me, you know, you're just so ugh about all of this. Maybe it's because I'm a veteran. Maybe because I know this shit ain't no joke. Or maybe because I know that me and my sons are not safe in the United States of America with politicians like these spouting this bullshit and nobody doing anything to stop them. Can I go to the grocery store? I don't even go to concerts anymore. I I almost don't want to go. I don't go to picnics and, you know, some of the big events that we always have here in Cleveland, political events. I'm not going to that stuff. Well, I ain't going anyway because (laughs) I don't want to be bothered with no politician. But I'm also not going because I be thinking shit. I ain't got time to be a part of the news. I watch the news. I don't want to be the fucking news. Tonight's episode was really just my way of saying, we need a wake-up call. Jesse Jackson, he can't do this no more. Al Sharpton, making too much money at CNN, (laughs) MSNBC or whatever, which one he on. Someone has to come and stand in the void. And I'm going to tell you, like the Holy Spirit told me way back when in my first divorce, As I sat in my living room in front of the fireplace, crying like a baby. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit said, get up. Cut those lights out. Go upstairs. Get some sleep. And go to work tomorrow. Because ain't nobody finna come pat you on your head. There, there. No. (laughs) No. No one's coming to pat you on your head. No one's coming to save you. The story of your life. Save yourself. Now get up. You had your little cry. And go handle the business of this house. Make sure the doors is locked. And take your ass to bed. Because tomorrow is a new day. And on this episode of Deliberations with Sonya, I'm asking you, are we going to save ourselves? You ready? Are we going to save ourselves or are we going to wait? For the next election. I mean, because you got to understand, once the deed is done, it's done. Once they throw away the Constitution, it's gone. These are things we thought can never happen. I don't know what kind of handmaiden tale y'all in. (laughs) But this shit is real. Anyway, this has been Deliberations with Sonya. I love y'all. It's my job. And I hired myself to do it. To enlighten, inspire, and jiggle some brain cells if possible. So that we can all deal with this shit. Like, subscribe, join me for the next episode. You know how I do it. I have a heavy topic, and then I have a fun topic. And next week, we're going to talk about sex and dating. Because my baby girls. So that's the way I'm going to do it. I'm like a teacher. I'm going to you some fun stuff. But then we got to do serious lessons. And if you do the serious lessons, you can get some fun stuff. Anyway. Uh, like. Subscribe. Like on the podcast. Subscribe. You can. Like and subscribe, man. Liberations with Sonya. This is the Sonya. It's been real.